welcome to Navigating Life Podcast with Coach Lo. <laughs> it is the new year, y'all, and I am, I'm with it, but I'm just kind of not. <laughs> but I have my girl, Alexis Harrison, here with me today. I'm so glad to have her on. We've entered this new year, but it's crazy. I met her. She and I both are from Chicago and we were owl mates on the airplane for Thanksgiving. And we shared a very interesting um, experience about nature. I had an experience on the plane. It looked like our plane was traveling through into another dimension. Yes. And she had the funny story on her phone about a tornado that kind of tore Dallas up. And I happened to be in Chicago when that happened. But the picture that she showed me of the sky was unbelievable. And so wow. that is kind of what brought us together. And I'm just like, wow, God, you know just what to do to bring people together. But I I just want to give my girl, I mean, because she has become my girl, <laughs> like she is a Chicagoan and so am I. So I just wanted to say welcome again, Alexis, and please share with our audience who you are. What do you do? What's what's happening in your world? Yeah, so um, as you all know, yes, my name is Alexis Harrison. I also go by Lex for short. Um, I am currently a um, WBFF Miss Bikini USA. So I am a bikini competitor competing with the World Beauty Fitness and Fashion Federation. Um, I have been a competitor for about two to three years now. Um, aside from competing, I do um, do some online personal training currently. Hopefully within this new year, I am looking to do um, maybe some live boot camps here in the Dallas area. Um, just give me time to work that out. Um, and then aside from that, I do work at a gym called Texas Family Fitness where I, I help um, make sure people in, are achieve those, you know, fitness goals that they have set for themselves in 2021. Yay, girl, you getting it already. <laughs> so, okay, so what city is that Texas Family Fitness in? So Texas Family Fitness, we currently have 12 um, gyms in the DFW area. I work at the Lakewood location. Okay, okay, okay. So I just wanted people to kind of understand where they could find you if they needed to. So Alexis, take us into the backstory of Alexis. How did you land here? So you went in bikini contest, <laughs> bodybuilding, you doing the max, babe. And, yes. And y'all, she looked amazing. She looked amazing. <laughs> so y'all will get to see some of her pictures, but it is, a, I mean, her body is just so tight and right. And I can't <laughs> wait to get mine like that. <laughs> so, um, so Alexis, yeah. So just if you can just uh, bring us into what landed you in this line of purpose that you are currently in. So I have pretty much been an athlete all of my life, starting out from playing soccer as a little girl to going up to high school to trying out all the other different sports to see, you know, what I really enjoyed the most and track stood out to me the most. Um, so I did track and field. Went to college, I did it collegiately for about two years. And then after that was over, it's just like, okay, what's next? Like, you know, I'm not doing it uh, collegially anymore. I'm not gonna go on the pro side of it. So what can I do to basically keep that track body that I had for pretty much all the time from high school all the way through college? So I did look to competing as like a different avenue. 
um, it's something completely different um, in a sense that yes, you are, um, you're more strict with what you're eating. You're more strict with your, with your training. And it's just some, a, a discipline that I needed to stay focused to make sure, you know, I didn't lose the, the hard work that I had, I was given, you know, or maintained throughout all these years. So I um, actually, there was a show uh, for the WBFF located here in Dallas for the very first time. I said, well, now is my opportunity to finally do it. I've been looking about at competing for years, and now I had no excuse what to do since it was here in Dallas. So I did my first show in July of 2018, um, started off, you know, just going out there on a whim. I was training myself. I didn't have someone who, you know, helped me with my nutrition. And then at the end of that show, I came out a pro. So I was once an amateur, turned into a pro. Um, and then the next move was like, okay, great. Now I have my pro card. It's time to do a pro show. So I did my first pro show back in December of 2019. And then out of that is when I was given the title that I have now of Miss Bikini Wow, that is just so awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so one of the things that, um, you know, when I when I talk to people and coming from a family that had track stars and my former husband and both of my sons, all three of them played in the NFL. My daughter was a cheerleader and um, she ran track as well. Coming from mm -hmm. that family, because I wasn't that person. I, I was not in it. So let's just be a supporter. I was the I was the cheerleader. Go everybody, <laughs> y'all do it. But that was not my thing. But mm -hmm. it was theirs. And one of the things that I recognized was being behind the scenes, I got to see what it took to become who they were. I got to see the disciplines that they had to operate in and exercise on a continuum, like you said, in order to get what it is that they needed to perform at a pro level, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, what did that mean for you? What were, uh, what were some of the things that you found you had to do to maintain those levels of discipline to get you to where you are today? So the biggest thing that I had to do was um, change my mentality. Um, you know, I, I knew I had the work I had the work ethics, but I didn't have the necessarily the mentality to get me pushed through. Because there were times, for instance, my very first show when I had to train myself, here I am brand new to the world of bodybuilding. Um, and I had no idea what to do. It's honestly fairly expensive. So I was just like, okay, I need to set money aside for you know, the registration, um, all the training I did pretty much myself. And then I had to hire a nutritionist um, because by me trying to do everything by myself, it was then getting frustrating. I was just, I didn't think I was seeing the results that I needed to see. I was just being hard on myself. And honestly, I was just like, you know, is, am I even going to be ready for the stage it was, was one thing that I said. Honestly, for both of my shows, from the very first show that I did to the pro show that I did, I honestly didn't think I was going to be ready. But that's when I had to remind myself that, you know, hey, you put in all this hard work now, why give up? So it's really me, for me, changing my mentality, the discipline. I knew I had it with the training and the nutrition, which is the, the, the mind that I had to convince that, you know, I can still do this. 
Right. So when you so when you think about the mind monsters, right? <laughs> I mean, the mind can really take you in a different direction. And one of the things that you share that you learned from your dad was uh, the the um, that I I can, I will, I must, and that is such a mantra for commitment. To I was just like, I need that. So I wrote it down and I put it up like you told me about the water. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, yeah. So that is such an encouragement. It is such a reminder. So what were some of the things that you did to keep yourself mentally focused so that you could continue to move forward? Um, one of so what one thing, yes, was the same that my dad said is always, you know, tell myself, you know, I can, I will, I must. And then um, there's another thing I'm trying to remember it. I just had on a tip of my tongue. Something my coach always uh, told me was to work hard and honor God. And just remembering those two things together. Um, oh, go ahead. Repeat that for me. The what? last one was work hard and honor God. And honor God. Mm -hmm. So throughout the whole process, no matter what I'm doing, it's just continue to work hard and honor him at the same time. And that really honestly pushed me to do good because it's just like, you know, I want to honor him and I want to honor myself at the same time. And to do that, I just have to work hard and remember that I can, I will, and I must. I just play that in the back of my mind each time when I feel like giving up. And then it's just like I get like a second kick in that reminds me like, okay, you can do this. You got this. Right. So that leads me into talking about some of the things where you had to really function in that frame of mind. So mm -hmm. your dad and your parents both, they have competed and mm -hmm. they have ran and, and they do all of these different things. And so you talked about a time where your dad was in Mexico for an event, an Ironman event or mm -hmm. something like that. And yes. so tell us about that. I won't tell the story. I want you to tell it because it was, I mean, it was just such an amazing deal because I never thought, I'm like, okay, you had to do all of that. Like, I would have been like, dad, I'm not going to be able to make it this time to support you because I got something co coming up. But I just love the fact that you were willing to be there for your dad and do what it took so that you could still stay on course. So please yeah. share that with us. So um, one one big thing for me is that family always is important. And if I have the chance or opportunity to be with my family, I'm going to take advantage of it. So um, basically last November or maybe the year before, um, yeah, it was actually last November, my dad, he was competing for an Ironman. And for those of you who may not know, an Ironman is a big race in which you swim, you bike, and you run. So he did a full, it's about 2.4 mile swim, and then he did about 100, and 100 plus miles on the bike, and then he ran a whole marathon of 26.2 miles, all in one given day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was in, we were in Cozumel, Mexico. And as I was down there, I was literally about two weeks out from my um, pro debut show, which was going to be in Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey. So um, here I am, yes, on a prep, but I'm taking the time to go out of the country to go support my dad for his race. 
So that kind of, there's a little bit of a few challenges within that because, um, you know, I had to make sure I had a place to do all my training and then I had to have all my, uh, my food that I can meal prep or eat while I was there. So um, when I was here in Dallas still, I would prepare all my food from like the chicken to the sweet potatoes. I, I think I was able to take a few vegetables too and I um, put them all in gallon sized bags and I put them in like a nice uh, clear size bag that you can take on the plane. I had to take all this food through uh, customs and I was nervous that they were going to reject my food and say, oh, you can't bring that with you. Um, but there were times when like throughout my travel, for instance, I believe we went down to Houston, um, the hobby, I think it's, that's the airport. And I was running all over the airport to find a microwave. So I'm like, I need to eat a, I need to eat a meal. I need to eat a meal. So unfortunately, there wasn't a, a microwave in the airport just like it was here at Luffield. In case you all know, Luffield, yes, has a microwave. <laughs> um, so I had to go to um, some restaurant just to get some sweet potato fries, and I had to eat my chicken coat. Um, I had no choice but to eat a coat, but I knew I was just like, I can't eat anything else but what I had prepared. So I had my little food skill to make sure I was eating the right measurements. I had my chicken, I had my sweet potato. Uh, it was actually sweet potato fries, so they have regular sweet potatoes. And I just made sure I stayed on track. When we got to um, Mexico, and yes, I had the lovely uh, gym that they had in the resort. Um, there are many times when um, I would still have my own meals prepared, and if I ever ran out, I would have to kind of uh, pick something on the menu that I kind of still stayed with, in line with um, my macros. Um, and so it was, it was a challenge in itself in terms of the nutrition side. And I did have a breakdown in Mexico because of that, because I didn't think like, you know, oh, I was going to be ready um, enough because, you know, who else is in Mexico on vacation in a sense, two weeks out before a show. Um, I just, you know, really got discouraged and I did have a moment of breakdown um, in Mexico that time thinking like, you know, I don't think I'll be ready. But then that's when my mom has to remind myself that, you know, you've worked so hard to get to this point. You're two weeks away. This little vacation is not going to stop you from, you know, going to get that crown. And no, it didn't. <laughs> I brought home the crown at the end of the day. So right. That is so awesome. Not only did you bring home the crown, but you became the first African American woman mm -hmm. to grace the 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 queen spot. Yes. You said crown queen. I was just like, oh my God, that just really filled my heart, y'all, when I was interviewing her. I said, I feel like a proud mama. <laughs> it was so funny, but I just, I just love it. I love to hear people's stories of triumph and, and all of that. What was the outcome of your, of your dad's um, Ironman experience? How did he do in the race? Um, placing, I'm not sure. I don't think that was, um, to him important as it was finishing the race because yeah. he started this race about like, um, maybe eight, five, six o'clock in the morning. And he finished literally maybe 11 58 at night. Wow. <laughs> so he just hit, he just hit the, uh, cutoff time, which is midnight. Um, but it was it was a long race. He did have some challenges along the way because um, when he was swimming, they're swimming in you know the ocean, and he said he got stung a little bit by the jellyfish um, during the swim. Um, then there was times on the bike. I think he started to cramp up a little bit, and even on the run. But he he kept his course, and he he had to, he reminded himself, you know, I can, I will, and I must. And he 
he made it across that finish line. <laughs> wow. Can you say commitment? Like, <laughs> I mean, that is commitment on steroids. I'm, I, I just yeah. think about myself sometimes, but again, I am, I'm a beast when it comes to life. But girl, if it's exercise, I'll be like, I'll just restart tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And so that is where I need accountability, you know? And like I was telling you, I can be, um, I can just be just real serious about the snacks, the sweets. That's my mm -hmm. food of choice. <laughs> yeah. So everything else I eat to live, I, I eat that because that's what I need. I, I want that. I want that sugar. I got to have that sugar. That's my survival stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I, I just wanted to kind of talk about you a little bit to bring the audience into what it is that you do. And so when we're talking about overcoming the, um, the quarantine 15, and you know, we're coming out of this coronavirus situation, you had some, um, you had some challenges because you had some, some uh, competitions that were set in place that changed everything because of Corona. So events have been shut down worldwide. And so it's just so interesting. The more I talk to people, the more I'm finding that everything, there was nothing that has not been touched by this quarantine, this coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. And as you were talking, I was just like, oh, wow, you know, who would have thought? But even as you were talking earlier about your coach, um, what did you say? Do it for God and do what else? What was work it? Work hard, honor God. Work God, work hard and honor God. When I think of you doing what you do for God, and I think about the story that you told about how things were uh, closing down and they were not having the events and everything, there was a competition that you wanted to be a part of in London. And the, the finances were not there for you to do it, but then it ended up being canceled anyway. So you didn't, yep. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. And no, I did not. Um, I would definitely, so there, so there were originally, so the show that I was supposed to compete in last year was the world show, which is the biggest stage um, for my federation. So I did the regional show. So the next one was the world show. So my um, goal was to um, step on the stage to claim the world title. Um, and so originally it was supposed to be in the Bahamas. Um, it was supposed to be in the Bahamas, I want to say the second week. And then um, they had some challenges to where they had to move it back to the end of August. Mm -hmm. um, and then come to find out six weeks out, mm -hmm. oh, show is canceled. The Bahamas went back to phase three or four or whatever phase that allows it not to have an event, um, we had to, had to cancel it. So they had another show later on in the year, which is um, November 7th, going to be in London. I was all for it, so I'm just like, I'm already been prepping all year, and might as well just continue to go for it um, and do in London. And then after a while, you know, looking at tickets and pricings to go to uh, London, it was 
fairly more expensive than I, I could afford at the time to compete. So I had to drop out maybe about at the eight week mark, I decided, hey, you know what? Um, I thank my coaches, thanks for getting me here this far. But unfortunately, financially, this isn't the move because, you know, I was, I just, I had, was furloughed from my job that I had um, for about like two years to now getting to a different job in the gym. And, you know, the money, it wasn't just, wasn't there, you know, financially or the right move for me to do. So the show ended up um, getting canceled. I believe they were about two weeks out, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And the show got canceled. London decided, the venue, I should say, decided to close its doors. And um, it's just like, the world's just, world's just didn't happen in 2020. So now it's on to 2021. Yeah, yeah. So another thing that happened that was really interesting is that you said there was actually an event that went on and several people that you know ended up infected with COVID. Yes, yeah, so they had the they had another show scheduled. It was supposed to be two shows. One was supposed to be in Miami. One was supposed to be Atlantic City. Atlantic City wasn't happening because you know um, the East Coast they had more challenges with COVID um, up there in the New York area. But um, so they decided, okay, we'll make our last show of the year in Miami. And they had it the uh, the week of Thanksgiving. It was the weekend of Thanksgiving, I should say. Um, I had some friends, uh, competitors, go out and compete. Some teammates of mine, and unfortunately. I think one, uh, all, all of them pretty much came back uh, positive for COVID-19. They said it was, you know, a great experience, but getting COVID was not the best part of it at all. Right. So, yeah, no. I, and I wanted to go to that. It's funny because I really wanted to go to that show, not necessarily to compete, but to support. And it's just like, well, good thing I didn't go because I don't want to, you know, catch the COVID-19 either, so. Exactly. And that I, that is just so interesting to me. But I am so glad that you didn't go. And I was really, really sorry to hear about your friends. But this is, I mean, it's just, this is the thing. Like, it is just so much that is being affected. And mm-hmm. so today, this is the first day of 2021. Yes. And it is just an honor and a privilege to be here, right? Uh, is it to have not been touched directly by COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I am just, I'm just, I give all honor and glory to God for sure, because I have not, we met on the plane. Yeah. We <laughs> haven't been totally still, you know. And honestly, I never, I told myself I'm not flying at all this year. And then my mom was like, I really want you to come home. And so I got on the plane and we met each other, so... Right. I mean, God has a way. He has a way. And so I am just so, so very grateful. So, so let's talk about this quarantine 15, because what we recognize is that the world at large has been isolated, right? So, you know, we have been to ourselves, work is at home, school is at home, everything is at home, everything is affected, you know, groceries are being delivered to the house, you know, Mm -hmm. some people are just not able to go out at all. And so uh, exercising can be a challenge. Some people like to exercise outdoors. Some people would prefer to go to a gym. Some people are afraid to go to the gym because guess what? People sweat at the gym. (laughs) You know, people touching stuff. Exactly. So, you know, so all of these different things are going on. What are some of the things that 
when you think about who you are, what you do and what people need to begin to shed some of the pounds, what are some of the practical things that people can implement in their daily living to help them to overcome, to begin to shed the pounds because they're calling it the quarantine 15, but on the real, we already know that some people have superseded the 15 pound mark. And I'm, I mean, I'm giggling about that, but in real life that can bring on other health issues. And so that is why I find this to be such an important segment to help impact the world around us at the beginning of this year. People make all of these crazy goals that they, you know, uh, New Year's resolutions and all of these different things. And I'm like, what are some of the practical things that we can implement in our lives um, that will just help us to change our lifestyle and not, you know, do a diet of some sort that's going to help you shed pounds real quick and then you're going to be the same again. So can you help us with some of that? Yeah. So one of the things that you can definitely um, do or remember a saying that they've always said you are what you eat. So one thing that you can do is it's all about what you're eating in the house. If you don't, if you don't have the chance or the time to necessarily get a good workout in, um, just make sure you're monitoring exactly what you what you're um, feeding your body with. Try to you know stay away from any processed foods, fried foods. Um, uh, I would say you know uh, if you consume alcoholic beverages, try to limit that maybe to just like a weekend thing. Um, just excuse me, just try to stay away from anything that, you know, would get you, keep, uh, keep you away from, you know, your goals. And since I know you, for you, you like all the sugar and the sweets. Um, do you personally keep all that in the house or is it out of the house? So, um, it had been in the house girl and that's how I, I, I collected the quarantine 25. <laughs> I did. And then I began to work out every day. But then I, I shared a story with you that my mom ended up having some health issues and um, I had to, I was living in between Chicago and Dallas from, from almost like July to September, like part of my week was there and part of my week was here. And so things just got really weird. Um, really fast. And so I had to start figuring out what to do different. And so I had to recalibrate. I had to rethink my water intake. I had to start, I started parking further away in the parking lot so I could walk. <laughs> you know, so this is what I'm talking about. The the practical things that we can implement. You know, one of the things that you shared with me is that I I can um refrain from the fried foods and you know um making sure that I'm eating my complex carbs making sure that I'm eating my vegetables making sure that I'm getting my water intake in and so I I'm saying the stuff you suppose <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 okay 
Um, so basically, I was what I was wanting to get just making sure to keep all those things that you, I guess, you gravitate to for you. It would be sweets. Just make sure you keep it out of the house. That way, you're not tempted um, to eat those things. Because by you having it in the house, it's just easy for you to grab, and you're constantly eating it. You tell you, you'll tell yourself, "Oh, I'm only going to eat just one." Right. And all of a sudden, you're eating another, <laughs> and then another later on day. Uh, trust me, I've been there down that same path too. Um, but just keeping that out of the house and maybe treating yourself to that maybe once a week on the weekends outside of the house, not necessarily saying go to the store and buy it and just say, oh, I'm only going to eat this on the weekends. Because let's be real, sometimes with it being your house, you're going to eat it whenever right. you want it. So um, just doing things like that. Yes, staying away from fried foods is a good thing. Um, but one of the newest inventions or uh, not necessarily the newest, one thing that's become very popular is the air fryer. Mm -hmm. um, you can easily air fry your foods. I um, use a, um, it's just like a Chefman brand that they had at the store from Target. Um, and I get this special coating that they have, um, actually a Tom Thumb. Um, it's like, just like an air fryer coating. You can coat your chicken, your fish, whatever with that. And it comes out so good. It's, it made me think like, um, how come I didn't have this years ago? I literally <laughs> made tilapia in the air fryer and it tasted like I was eating catfish. Um, oh, it, was, wow. it was that good. And you don't have to have the coating like I did to put on it, but if you wanted like a nice extra crisp to it, you can definitely put like a coating on it. Um, just like you said with the complex carbs, eating anything from your red potatoes, to your sweet potatoes, brown rice, white rice, um, quinoa is another good one. And Pretty much no vegetables are bad vegetable for the most part. So just making sure you're getting in those, you know, daily nutrients on a daily basis will help you achieve, you know, that goal that you're trying to um, accomplish. And like I said, uh, or not like I said, but honestly, meal prepping doesn't have to be boring. You just have to, you know, change it up a bit. There's a little, so much you can do. I know sometimes after a while for prepping for a show, eating chicken, rice, and broccoli got very boring. <laughs> But one thing that I would do is that there's certain condiments, like I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, the G. Hughes brand or Bolt House, they have like a Greek yogurt um, dressing. I used to buy their ranch street Greek yogurt dressing and put that on my chicken and it's so good. I wouldn't feel bad about it because it's Greek yogurt is actually healthier than the actual uh, um, ranch dressing itself. So you can have fun with it, play around with it. And honestly, by you having fun with it and playing around with it, you won't feel like you're eating the same thing and get bored or tired of it you actually start to like it I know my favorite go-to uh, meal was always the ground beef bright rice and uh, green beans don't know why that was always my favorite one out of all the meals I had but I just enjoyed it and I would play around with the different seasonings and the flavors and I, I'll always look forward to that meal after my workouts so <laughs> so all having fun that's good. Okay and so one of the other questions that I had talked with you about was about um eating outdoors and so help us to understand how we can um how we can manage socially eating outside or if you have to work outside of the home even amidst covid making better choices so help us to understand what some of that might look like so in terms of Fast, if you don't have a chance to go to an actual sit down restaurant, my favorite and my go to place for um, something healthy would be Chipotle. 
you know how there's that saying, oh, Chipotle is my life. I literally feel like Chipotle is my life because <laughs> that's my go-to whenever I do not have anything prepared at home. They have all the chicken, the rice, they have your veggies. Um, they just have everything there for you. There's also another place, I'm not sure if you all have it near you, but there's a place called Freebirds. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're familiar with Freebirds. There's a, that's another option is just like um, Chipotle that you can um, get into. Or honestly, too, there's... Um, you can go to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, they have grilled chicken breast. Yeah. Buy some grilled chicken there with Chick-fil-A. Or um, they do have like a superfood kale salad you can get. Yeah, I know there's many times when I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my chicken from there and I'll just have their um, their salad and eat that together. Um, but so there's different ways that you can do it, different places that you can go to for fast food. Um, now, in terms of like a sit-down restaurant, um, any sit-down restaurant, the kitchen is pretty much at your disposal. Whatever's they, they have pretty much the basics on the menu. They just like to spice it up a bit with their special sauce, their special seasonings, dressings, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can tell them, hey, can I just have, um, instead of ordering this, can I just have like uh, real chicken breast? Give me the broccoli with uh, no butter, just, you know, plain, um, the sweet potato with no butter, whatever it is. You have a total, uh, complete kitchen at your disposal that a restaurant's not going to tell you no because they want you to eat at, at there. So I was uh, shared with you before I went to um, a restaurant for my sister's graduation and I had to pretty much order everything a la carte they call it. I just told her, um, I told the waitress, I'm a special case. <laughs> I need plain chicken. Just give me the uh, sweet potatoes and the broccoli and she made it happen. So it's it's not going to, it's not challenging as you think it is to eat at a restaurant. You just have to know what it is that you need and let the server know like, hey, this is what I need and they have no choice but to accommodate. Nice, nice, nice. And so I just love that because I I believe that people really need options. I think that it's good that they have the the different vegetarian and vegan menus and Mm -hmm. all different uh, type of dietary needs that need to be met. They, They have those things available. So it does make it a little bit easier. There is a place here called True Food. And yeah, and so it is very, very different for me because I am not one that cares for bland food, but it has like every kind of dietary need that you have, or if you are eating a specific type of diet, they can accommodate you. And so that is that is a really good place, and I would like to for you to uh, for you to check it out. There are Free foods. I have to write that down. Foods. Um, <clears throat> there. I mean, they're all over the DFW area. Um, but it. I actually was able to find a shrimp dish that I was willing to eat from there. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to find something that would, um, so that I could still enjoy my time with my friends because they are a lot more committed and strict to their way, their lifestyle of eating than I mm-hmm. am. So it was just really, it was really interesting, but it was a great experience because it showed me something different. So um so I was just really glad to see that there was more, that there were some other options. And I, I believe that once you decide to start doing the right thing in your, di- your diet, it changes your palate. And it does. 
Yeah. And so you're able to tolerate and, and build um, a liking for certain things that ordinarily you wouldn't eat. And so that was one of the things that I recognized. So mm-hmm. I'm not getting all of the cookies and the candy like I want <laughs> when, you, when you're not when you're not putting all of the trash in, right? Your body is yearning for nutrition. And yeah. some of that stuff that might have not have been um a good taste to your palate in past times when you know I was eating all the sugar. But if I am eating clean and I go to true food, I'm just about able to eat anything on the menu mm-hmm. and enjoy it. So it, that's, I, that's really yeah. interesting to me. I was going to say, after a while, after you're, um, you know, feeding your body with all those nutritious things, and then you start to maybe eat out um, at fast food restaurants or other things that you advise on you. So after a while, it'll start to reject it. I know sometimes after doing it for so long, um, my body's just like, we'll start to get sick. It's just like, um, I'm not used to this. <laughs> you wow. know, I want to, I want to go back to eating what we were eating before on a regular basis. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, it's one thing to, um, eat it once a week or twice a week, but it's another thing to continuously to eat that way to where your body is really honestly wants to get sick from it. And it's honestly, it's not a good feeling. I've been down that path before. It's just like, yeah, I really need to get back my, my diet together because my body, it doesn't like it. It start, it really likes the nutrition, the foods that you're putting into it. Okay. Okay. And so we've talked about nutrition. We've talked about the mindset, changing your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I will, I must mm-hmm. do it for what and for God. <laughs> Work hard and honor God. <laughs> You'll get it by the end of this. <laughs> I know, right? So we're going to work hard and honor God. Yes. And we um, we can, we will, we must. Mm-hmm. That is the mental mantras that we want to remember. We got the nutrition part. We want to make sure that we're um, getting our proper water intake. We want to make sure that we are eating our complex carbs. We want to make sure that we are eliminating as much sugar as possible. We are um, doing moderation on alcoholic beverages. Um, And so that we are making better choices on leaner meats because you were talking about chicken breast and you had shared before with me that you can also have beef. You can still eat some of those other Choices, but you have to keep the portion size in control. Yeah. So with the chicken, in terms of chicken, you want to uh, stay closer towards the chicken breast and stay away from the chicken wings uh, and the legs. I know some people eat thighs. I'm not a chicken thigh person though, but um, that's an option you can do. But I simply eat the chicken breast. In terms of the ground beef, the leaner the beef it is, the better. I try to stay between like the 96 to 98% range. Mm-hmm. If you can't find those because they're sold out, 92% is fine too, but trying to stay towards the leaner beef. Um, also, I mentioned to you, you can still have your steak, but if you were to have steak, you want to opt for the sirloin versus the ribeye. <laughs> I love me a good ribeye, but I know I can't have the ribeye because it has that uh, extra fat that I love so much that I know I can't have. Yeah. So uh, you wanted to stick towards more like the um, sirloin or even a filet mignon is a good option for a steak as well. Um, other meats, you can also eat chicken breast. 
If you're a fan of ahi tuna, that's the option for you. I personally just don't like it. <laughs> you right. can add pretty much anything, all seafood, from your shrimp to your salmon to the tilapia, um, halibut, whatever type of fish you want. There's, there's lots of options at your disposal. You just have to make the right choices. And now going back to the carbs, I already mentioned it earlier, but I want to emphasize that, you know, carbs are not your enemy. A lot of people think when they're trying to lose weight that, oh, I got to get rid of the carbs. I got to get rid of the sugar. Yep. Yeah, you you really don't have to. Yes, modify the sugar intake, but the carbs, carbs are your friends. There is your main source of energy. By you removing the carbs from your diet, you're not going to have much energy throughout the day to whether you're working out to work or do whatever it is that you're doing. So choosing the complex carbs over um, eliminating carbs would be your better option. That was one thing I definitely wanted to um, make note of to people that, you know, you can still eat your carbs. You're just saying eat the right carbs, not, you know, the bad carbs. Right. Okay. And so the final thing that we need to talk about is the physical fitness. So what are some of the practical things? So what can people do? What is a good starting point? This is the new year. We are limited to what we can do. What are some of the things that people can start doing today? Not to give them a whole list of, you know, your workout or anything <laughs> like that. They need to pay you for that. <laughs> but giving people some um, high level ideas, not deep diving too much. Yeah. So the one thing that you ask, you, the first thing that you have immediately at your disposal is your own body weight. Bodyweight exercises are just as effective as using weights. If you have access to weights, that's great. But if you just have your body, you just have your body. You can just, you know, move with it. Um, for your body weight exercise movements, I would say you want to increase your reps. So instead of doing like maybe 10 reps, maybe do anywhere between 15 and 20 reps of a particular movement. By uh, bodyweight exercises, you have your squats, your lunges. You have everything. There's so many different variations of squats, to be honest. There's so many different variations of lunges. You have all the jumping jacks. There's so much you can do with just your body weight itself. Now, if you do have access to um, any weights, I know dumbbells are still kind of hard to find right now in stores. Um, you can definitely use those dumbbells. But one thing that has not gone on the stocks um, since the pandemic are resistance bands. Resistance bands, they have like the small little, I wish I had one by me, but I don't. They have the small little ones that you can put around your, your legs, and then they have longer, big loop bands that you can use. Resistance bands, they're just cut, they, they play the same just as a dumbbell, but it's just a band. So it'll still give you the good resistance to give you some weight to do your exercises. And like I said, you have pretty much everything at your disposal with just using your body weight. So don't feel like, you know, oh, I won't be able to get a good workout because I don't have any weights or I, don't, I can't go to a gym or I don't want to go to a gym. You can still get a good sweat in a workout with just your body weight. For instance, this morning I did a um, a beginning of the year Zoom call with some people, and we just had strictly our body weight, and we broke a sweat. We were glowing in 2021. So if I can do it, I'm. You guys can definitely do it. There's so many YouTube videos out there now that you can utilize. Um, there's so many virtual trainers that they have out there, and you're just using your body weight. Just don't be afraid to get up and move. Awesome. Awesome. So moving is the key in 2021. Move your body. You can, you can <laughs> yes. dance. Y'all better know that that's it. Look, yeah. Dancing is a form of cardio. <laughs> Put on some good music and move your body. And exactly. so I just want to say thank you so much, Alexis. But before we go, please let people know 
how they can contact you. So whether it is something that they need for nutrition or whether it's using your app exercise, your app workout and nutrition combination, or whether it is coming into the gym to work with you personally, um, please share how they can stay connected to you. Yeah, so if you ever need to reach out to me via email, you're more than welcome to at info. It's, uh, you know, info at lexleveltraining.com. So the business name is lexleveltraining.com. Um, you can also reach me on um, Instagram. I'm more so on Instagram than I am on Facebook. Um, my name is just Alexis underscore Lex. Pretty simple for there. Um, and another one, I do have a website. It's just lexleveltraining.com. You can go on there. You can find out information about my services, the challenges that I do. We're currently wrapping up our winter challenge, but come the springtime in March, we'll be starting our another um, challenge. Um, and actually, I do these challenges with my mom. So we'll be doing another challenge from the springtime. Um, like I said, boot, live boot camps is something that I'm looking to do here in 2021, just trying to finalize a place to do it. Um, and I do work at Texas Swimming Fitness at the Lakewood location. Uh, it's off of Mockingbird in Abrams. You're more than welcome to stop by, say hi. Um, if you want to get a workout in with me, you can definitely do that too. Just let me know and we'll, we'll make something happen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Alexis. It has been a pleasure having you on. It's, we we just vibe so good together. I just I just enjoy being with people and understanding their story and them sharing and being able to give some um, some practical things of substance to help other people carry and implement in their own personal lives. So mm -hmm. that is just always so cool to me and. Um, and I, I just hope that 2021 is everything that you desire. So everything from the boot camp to whatever else it is that is hidden in your heart <laughs> that you want to see manifest before you, I hope and I pray that that is what you see in 2021. Thank and you so, so much. For you guys, get moving, overcome. Yes the quarantine 15 20 you got it <laughs> whatever <laughs> you, you can whatever. you will you must you can you will you must all right <laughs> thank you darling have a good night and thank you so much for coming on to the audience thank you for sharing this time with us um alexis before we go i wanted to ask you do you have any last words for the audience that you wanted to share? Um, you know, 20, 20, what happened in 2020 happened in 2020. It's all over. Whatever you didn't get a, a chance to accomplish, achieve, don't worry about it because now today, literally being, it's, an, it's a new year. It's a new time for you to get up, get moving, whether it's something that you want to do for yourself, uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, now's the time to do it. 2020 is of the past. I have to remind myself of that. And it's time to just make this year our best year yet. All right, all right. Let's focus forward. Let's get yes. <laughs> I can, I will, I must. Good night. Bye. Thank you, Alexis. See you later, darling. Bye. Bye. -bye.